Hi, welcome back. I am Brian LaFauci. Patrick Marino. And this is the Odd of Fatherhood. We have a good one? <laughs> we always have a good one, Patrick. <laughs> How dare you say that? Um, yeah. Yeah, we got a good one. Uh, this one, you know, what we're going to talk about today, well, I'm going to just throw it out there right away instead of a little usually intro dialogue, is meeting your kids where they are. And that that's a very broad thing, I think, to say. Uh, so what does that mean? So I think when we think about how we parent our kids, how frequently it is that we criticize, make fun of, um, don't engage in the things that are their life and identity. We grew up in the 80s. And in the 80s, there were certain things that we that became us, right? right? We identified with because that's what was, you know, rock and roll and hair bands and we can go on, on, on with all the things that... I was a little bit of a video game kid. I mean, nothing like today, but we didn't have the same... Yeah, but absolutely. Right. Like the it rise the of video right. but games. But we had things that we yeah. were interested in, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, and there's, you know, so what shapes kids are the things that are happening during those key developmental times. I mean, there's mounds of research that show that your brain... Why is it so... Why do songs that when you were a kid resonate so much with us, right? Well, it's because your brains are developing at that time. Your personality is being formed. Your identity is being formed, and they get imprinted. Right. Right? Think about recent songs that came out you may love, but they don't elicit the same emotional reaction as the songs that were there when you grew up with. They, right. You just like them. They're great. They're good to listen to. But um, So our kids are going through that, too, and it's so easy with so many things out there nowadays. You know, we're, t- we're balancing... I think, do we think this is dangerous for them, right? Every parent parent is balancing that. And then also, do we think this is stupid? Right. It just sucks, yeah. right? Like, It's uh, a true balance, too, because, like, I mean, I'm going to diverge and also meet you where you're at to a certain extent, too. Um, you and I have both been involved in youth sports quite mm-hmm. a bit. So, I mean, like, never mind just the people you know in your life. I mean, I got to know thousands and thousands of parents at this point in my life, you know, just from my, what was my previous career. And, um, you see like parents trying to do the right thing. Parents who you think are doing the wrong thing. I think one of the common threads is that we have some control, but not as much control as we think. Like it's, I think it's, I think if you see a kid who goes down the wrong path as a human, your initial thought is, what did the parent do wrong? Right. Right. And I think that a lot of times you can do everything right, but something else that's happening that's out of your control. And there's only so much you can control because if right. you control too much, then you're going to screw the kid up right. in Absolutely. all sorts of different ways. Right. So, but if you, you, the kid meets the wrong person at the wrong time. Yeah. Right. And it's just yeah. all opportunities. The same thing in your life. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what are the mistakes you made in your life? Like I met the wrong person at the wrong time. We did the wrong thing together, right. even if we thought it was the right thing. And it's worse when they're younger because it's going to have a greater impact in their life, right? And there's only so much you as a parent you can do. So you do everything right. They make the wrong kid at the wrong time. And before you know it, chaos, right? There's nothing you can do about that. So there's, there's a certain amount of being a parent that's uncontrollable. Absolutely. Right? But like speaking to your point, it's like, okay, well, what I try and like people always ask for my advice because A, I was coaching youth sports for a very, very long yep, time. Yep. So I know kids, but also B, they, there's a perception I'm a, a pretty good dad out there, whether I am or not. Like we're all struggling. We're talking it through here. Um, you know, I always say like, 
there is a point where you have to be the parent and you have to say no. Right. And there's a right. lot of parents say they're just saying yes to everything. Absolutely. Right. And not giving direction and not giving instruction. Right. So your point, you have to give them instruction. Right. You have to give them direction because if you don't, they're going to be directionless. And can the kid be OK anyway? Of course, because it's all these other factors. Right. There's environmental factors. But I think that you do have to be the parent in some circumstances. Right. So you have to say no and you have to do this and you have to do that. And like my other bet was always like our job as a parent, like you said, with safety is just to make sure they survive. They have to survive these first few years because, like, when they get a little bit older, there's going to be other influences that, yeah, like you, like your number one goal is just to help make sure they're surviving and they're healthy, and the rest of it, if they survive, yeah, and they're healthy, yeah, a lot of it just kind of takes care of itself. After yeah, that, I agree. You know, but to speak to your point though, it's like, okay, well, how do, you, where are you going to be the parent, right? And if you're constantly just not in there at their level where they're where they're doing right if you're constantly just outside of their environment like mm-hmm. like they're in the video like say they're playing video games all the time right if you're just always telling them that's stupid that's dumb that you're you're, you're out of there, then you're not even really part of their world so how can you tell them anything you can't tell them no you can't and give them instruction if you're not even part of their world so i think what you're getting at is you're saying you have to be find the parts of your world that you can be at and then Absolutely. once you're there, then you're communicating in the same language that they're communicating in. And then when you give them instruction, it resonates more. Absolutely. Right. So, yeah, the balance of the parenting. I yeah. talked a lot you there. Know, Sorry. No, that was great. Right. And, you're, and you brought it very well full circle there. If your kid says to you, um, hey, dad, you know, all my friends are uh, trying crack. We should do some crack together. Right. Then the parent has to step in and say, you know crack's bad yeah so we're not gonna do yeah, that yeah. but in all the other but stuff that would be a hard conversation it would be because if his friends were all doing crack that would be really really hard that would be a very difficult no that would be really really hard yes. like that would yeah. be actually hard yes like if your kids yes. with the friends who are doing all that stuff it's very very hard for you to do anything you'd be the best parent in the world absolutely absolutely yeah. so the balance and i think that part of just being a parent is understanding that they're not yours yeah the kids aren't yours. Right. Right? They're themselves. Yeah. Right? And you're responsible for helping them that to a certain extent. Beautifully. But beautiful they're just freaking statement. not yours, they're not, right? And they're they're no. gonna do their own thing. And like you know, like if they end up if they're if they're if their friends are all doing that, like I mean like I think we because because we think they're ours, when they make a mistake, you beat yourself over the head like this is my fault. Yeah. And it's it, you're just a human and they're gonna be their own person and there's only so much you can control. Right. So right. Like, if they're all their friends are doing crack, like you're freaking in trouble. Right. Like, right. Like, yeah, and, it, and it might not be your fault. Like, yeah. you know, one of the kids got into crack and right. And the other kids got in the crack and like, yep. before you know it, there's an epidemic. And like, now it's, it's not your fault that it happened. You know I mean? Like, obviously you've got to intervene at some point and figure yeah. out how to intervene. But like, that can't be like a beat myself over the head over it. Like, yeah. Like, how much could I have controlled that? Like, right. You know what I mean? It's right. Tough. Do I, yeah. Do I, work to keep them out of those right. situations right. and but then it's going to be how do you get them out of it yeah so part of that is going to be me finding the common area where you can meet yeah. them and communicate with them yeah yeah and another another i'm sorry taking no they, i mean absolutely yeah. absolutely and on the things that we you know the things that we know they do that we are the things that we're not going to stop them from doing in the sense of we may limit it right but we're not going to stop it and we're going to nitpick it mm-hmm Right, so that could be the act of the why do why do you Snapchat right? Why do you Snapchat with 
200 people. Right. Take pictures of half of your face. Like, right. What are you doing? This is ridiculous communication. You don't even care about half those people. Yeah. I know you don't like that one you've told me and that one you don't like, right? Yeah. And, you know, so we do that. And whereas, what's the option here? The op- How many times do we ask our kids to do stuff that we that's important to us and we can almost make them do it because we're their parent? Yeah. How often is that reversed? How often do we say, all right, I'm going to do... This is your world, right? Clean the house is my world. Right. I bought the house. We got to clean the house. You're helping me do that because yep. that's my world. Yep. This is your world. And I want to be in your world for a little bit, right? So the, the way to create more gaps in them looking at us like you're a complete idiot and you don't know what you're talking about is to reinforce the fact that we don't get what you're doing at all right we're you different know. people yeah we're, we're different the, people because i would never right. you know want to play that game dad you don't or, understand me i that's mean think about bad, that some bad tv movie but that but that's real yeah no kids say exactly what they feel mm-hmm. unfiltered by how you know like we feel we filter our you know if i'm upset with you i may filter my response in a scenario because i might i might want to you know ease into it and have a you know whatever yeah not kids right you know so when the words come out there they go from there's no frontal cortex that's engaging it is the feeling is you don't get me at all clearly i'm gonna say it now right and that's real right um so how do you do that well i think you do that by trying as much as you can to meet them where they are yeah Uh, and one of the ways that i've done that i music's a big one for me okay I think music, like I said earlier, defines generations. It's the way people... Now, do I like a lot of the music that's coming out right now? No. I'm really struggling with it. Especially, like, I I liked early hip-hop. I'm struggling with a lot of the new stuff that's out there. I'm I'm trying to find a connection to it. I can't. But it's what my kids are listening to. Right? right? So... I actually did that in the car with my my 17-year-old the other day. Uh, my 17-year-old ex-stepson, so we don't see each other as often as we yeah, used yeah. to. But um, he's also 17, right? So he yes. can drive. So not going to see him as much as I used to. But, you know, at the same time, like, we're in the car. Like, you know, what do you want to listen to? Let's check out, you know, tell me what's good. Like, like it, I'd be like, you know, I do my, you know, Spotify list. And it's like, all right, top 2023 rap songs. Do you like this one? Do you like that one? Also, oh, yeah, let's listen to this one. This guy's freaking great. Like, and I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm, I am making fun of him. Right. By saying like all these guys all sound the same and they do. Yeah. Right. And I think that if you went back, like, so this is the funny thing about music and another tangent. Woo. Right. Is that um, when we were kids, like right now you listen to certain things from the past. Yeah. Right. But they're out of context now because you're only listening to the stuff that survived. Yeah. But if you put it back on like the MTV playlist in the 80s or whatever we're listening to the radio station. Yes. In the context of what else was going on at that time, mm-hmm. it would have all sounded the same. Yeah, 100%. Because right. it, it was all the same. And then certain stuff survives, and now it's all, you know, now we have 30, 40 years of it, and now it's all, now it all sounds different. Right. But in reality, in the context of when it came out, they're all the same problems as today, right? They all have the same producers, like all the same stuff. So it's like, yeah. And they all try and mimic each other. So like there's a certain pattern, like with the hip hop today. Yep. The pattern of how they rap is exactly the same. We go back to like in the 80s when it was like, Beastie Boys and like Run DMC and like and like LL Cool J, like sometimes if you don't know what you're listening to, it all sounds yeah. like the same artist yeah. because and they're all doing the call and response. And to, yeah. to your point, my kids are like, "Oh, this is fr- this is old." I'm yeah. like, "Well, how do you know? I can he- they yeah. can hear it's it." The call oh, and I know what that sounds like versus that's, the stuff that they're listening yeah, to. Yeah, right it doesn't sound anything like right. So, 
but to the point go back to the point it's like you know there was a so how did i instead of just making fun of what he was listening to all rap nowadays is no good yeah we listened to it together yeah and did i make some comments yeah absolutely but like i you know i went through the process of being there with him right and letting him enjoy it we enjoyed it together i enjoyed him enjoying it and uh spotify comes out with this they got playlists for everything but one of the ones they do is like um new music fridays okay so every friday they they release new stuff obviously a lot so my my kids i just started doing it they would get in the car and put on new release friday right They're like what is this I'm like it's all the new songs that came out i'm like you're gonna find you're gonna like some on here and you're gonna hear them before your friends do we're gonna right. like right so that got me and then there were other ones that were more like my speed a little bit mm. and they, so we were doing this thing that was kind of bridging that gap a little bit and right. i wasn't making fun of it right like i was and and i tell you i found a couple every once in a while i'll come across something that's new and it's like you know it's got that same sound but i'm like huh this one i like a little bit right. you know and i'll put it i'll save it in there and and, and they, we have those little connections um did the same thing with snapchat right so i my my daughter was Snapchatting everyone, and originally I started to attack it. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. And I'm like, what are, wait, wait, wait. What am I doing? Right. I'm like, like how am I helping right now? It, right. D- she's not going to stop. Yep. I, it's not that I, she's not hurting anyone. Right. Not yet. So, right. So, at the end of the day, started snapping with her for a while just to engage in that. Right. And I haven't done it in a while. We, I do other things like that. But that was just, you know, it was a conscious effort of, I'm not going to make funny anymore for it. Yeah. Right? Every once in a while, we'll have a conversation about it. You know, and that conversation will be, are you spending the time on the people that are the most important? Are you giving, or are you giving more to people that might not be that important through what you're doing? Right. right? Because you feel like they're your friends. And are they really? Like, <sighs> you know, and just kind of breaking down the dynamic, but not making fun of it and dismissing it and what I would, which was what I started doing. Right. I think the other thing, the other thing that you're doing, which is also good. So what you're doing is you're in their environment, helps you communicate with her on her level, mm-hmm. which is important. But the other thing you're doing is you're also learning about the world that she's in. And I think that's a big eye opener because I think a lot of, um, especially with technology, a lot of parents will just, rather than fight them about it, they just kind of let them go. Right, and then they find out after the fact all the crazy shit they were listening to and right. watching. Right, right. So it's like, especially with the the YouTube stuff, like those algorithms get going and they start dumping the kids into all these different areas yeah. where they shouldn't be, and that's part of I think being a parent. So you just kind of let them do it, and you're just like, you know, what? I don't get it. Like, whatever, we're in different worlds. Right, you need to know what's if going you're not on engaged and you won't understand like how yeah. it affects them. Right, you won't understand how they get certain ideas in their head just from being engaged. So you have to be there. At some point, too. So it's two-pronged, yeah. right? It's like you enjoy it with them to make them you know, feel comfortable, right? And feel comfortable with you and so you can speak their language. But at the same time, you have to be there to understand the dangers of what they're getting themselves yep. into. Yep. It's really the social media stuff is freaking scary as hell. Yeah. Right? The Snapchat stuff and stuff that can happen on there, like in the cyberbullying and like stuff that they engage with sometimes. Like sometimes they're on each end, right? Sometimes they're on the end with their the bully and sometimes they're Absolutely. in the end where they're the bullied yeah right and so but if you're not part of that world then you won't know so i think it's it's twofold right it's like part of your way of communicating with the kid is being engaged in what they're engaged with yeah and then part of 
protecting them is understanding what they're engaged with. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the only way you can protect is to be involved in it. Yeah. And the only way they're going to be willing to kind of share right. what they're involved in is if they don't feel like every time you engage them, you're going to mock them right. or criticize them because it's stupid or you don't get it. And, you know, we, we did the same stupid shit. Yep. We did stupid shit that our parents were like, I don't get this. Like, yep. you know, and I remember that music stands out to me too in the 80s because 80s music was like, you know, like music always is, it, you know, it's, it, music changes and, and it usually gets a little more, whether it's risque or whatever, right? right? And I mean, that's when explicit lyrics came out. Yeah, you know, we were at the no, time. No, for sure. Where, and I mean, that's all what, of a sudden. It that's was what like, happened. People were just think, like, yeah. Parents were just like, listen to yeah. whatever you want, and then they found out what we were listening to, and they were like, what the yeah, hell is yeah. going on? Can't get that album that yeah. says explicit lyrics yeah. on it. You're like, this what is mean, this I is terrible. What do you mean, Two Live Crew is not educational? Yeah, the worst thing is. the worst thing you can do is listen to the music your kids are listening to. Yeah, it's, then you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. But then I you have to do it though. But then I think back when we were kids, and I realized that. It was the same, yep. you know, it was the same thing and and we were getting the same influence and it didn't mean that we were going to go out and, and do things any worse or better than, you know, they would. And being involved with them and meeting them where they are gives us great insight into what's going on with their life. It allows connection points. And, and do, are we going to think some of it is completely ridiculous at times? Absolutely. Right. Do we have to evaluate it for safety? Absolutely. But being involved in it helps you better evaluate it for safety. Right. Otherwise, you're just making a judgment on like what you heard on the news one day or what you saw. And um, so get involved, engage in the things that they like and they're doing as much as you can. Get in your kids. I don't have TikTok, right? I like it's on my phone. It's only on my phone. So I like, I don't use it. It's there so I can look and see what my kids might put on there, Right. right? Or do on there. Right. And stay engaged. But if my daughter asked me to do a TikTok video with her, I'm jumping right up. What was the last TikTok I'm, I'm video right, you did with well, her? Like two weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. And was it ridiculous? It was ridiculous. I was running and jumping around my yard. But right. That's what she asked me to do. And so guess what? It's a moment of connection. Yeah. I'm not. I I'm, had no, no shame and, and. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not there yet. You know, but like I think one thing I do with my little boy is not very often, but like, um, we will play a video game together. Yeah, you know what I mean, like one of the ones I think is ridiculous. You know, we'll play that mm-hmm. together. Or yep. for really, he's really passive. You know, what I mean, like, or he'll do. Um, you know, he does like little art. Sometimes I'll do the art with him. You know, what I mean, I'll support yeah. it that way. So it's a little different, probably like having like a little girl versus a little boy. Um, and then also depending, each kid's different, right? So what my kids, yeah, into is uh, different than others, right? And so the balance is, you know, what can I get involved with that's healthy for both of us to be together doing um you know it's definitely it's definitely a challenge he's got to find there and you're thinking like again like the thing is you look from the outside so the story i was going to tell you was i met uh what was my college roommate when we were in college and uh he was a really tough kid right um but it's funny one of the ways that he developed his toughness and his just his whole outlook on everything and we're you know we're 18 19 Right is uh, he in his head it just in, ingrained into him that's for girls. You know, so there's certain things he won't do, or at the time. I mean, he's different now. He's got twins. I haven't talked to him in a very, very long time. He's you know he's an adult or whatever, but um, that's pretty powerful. Like, and it's like, okay, how do you get to that point where you've ingrained that into your kids so much that like 
they won't do something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I think that mod, the modern equivalent is not to not to gender things and make it, you know, make it ridiculous. But like the modern equivalent is to meet them where they're at so you can have that conversation so that you, they're listening. Because if you're just over the top of them. Like one of the things we did when we were coaching young children, right, is you get on one knee, you look them yes. in the eye, right? Because if you're just up here all the time, then you're not, you're not part of their world. Right. By just getting down to their level, all of a sudden now you're part of their world. The same thing, like, can I, can, can I participate with you with what you're doing? Now you're, now they now they can hear you because now they're they can see where you are right whereas before you're just kind of this this you know you're the father figure right you're up above them like judging them and and it's not the same thing you have to be part of what they're doing yeah i love i love it and try and try to engage it as much as possible and inevitably i let it slip the, oh, of course. That's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, it's but. freaking stupid, though. Why are you watching this? <laughs> but, I do it all the time. But I try to you know, think about how much I ask them to engage in my world and make a conscious effort to engage in their world. Right. And, and then the, the more you... The, the, the funny thing is I think compromise comes from the give and take, right? So it's like I participate with something he's yep. crazy about, he participates yep. in something I'm crazy about, and then we find our happy medium which is something we can enjoy together. Absolutely. You know, and again, like it's the, we talked about it in a previous video, it's us playing games together, card games or whatever it is, or it's us watching something that's kind of, we both can enjoy. You know what I mean? Like the common ground, but the common ground I think is harder when you're living in different worlds completely. Yeah. Good stuff. Meet your kids where they're at. Absolutely. Good stuff. I'm Brian LaFauci. Patrick Marino. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the channel, leave us a review, leave us a comment. And if you don't like what you heard, I know who does, your mom. So tell her we said hi.